Hey, this is Rachel True, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Um, look up anything about that because I wanted to share that with people, but I wanted to at least have like you know a source or something that I could cite, and I really couldn't find anything about it. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I don't know. I, like, let me see. Are the Redskins colors racist? <laughs> let's. I mean, let's ask Google. Google knows things. I mean, all it says is that the logo is and the name is. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything about the color. Yeah, and so I mean, like, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, say anything disparaging about about the information or anything. No. I, was, I just couldn't find it. Like, I just couldn't yeah. find anything about it, and so I didn't want to just be, you know, saying stuff and like I haven't corroborated it at all. You yeah. know, from from any kind of third party. You know, uh, my, third party my, anything. My guess would be because Ian spends so much time with actual Native Americans yeah. that it probably came through conversation. And somebody is like, That's hey, true. let me explain this to you. Like, And it's not like – I mean the funny thing is, is I bet you if you look back on it and you like you found like something that George Preston Marshall like said about about the team when he named them you know, back in the 1937. Well, they're going to call – we're going to call them the Redskins because, you know, it's honoring natives and, and we're going to use burgundy and gold like the color of their skin. It'll be like, oh, my God, seriously? Like there's probably something out there like that. Like, I mean, think about this. Like how many people have you heard say to you, oh, the Civil War wasn't about slavery. It was about states' rights when there's actual like secession letters from all the states that specifically say and like you can't read them without reading them in the Southern gentleman voice. Well, actually, we feel that the institution of slavery is by far the most important reason for us to leave the Union. Like it literally says it like word for word in their secession letters that slavery was a big deal. And like I feel like there's something out there for George Preston Marshall as well, where it's just like, yeah, no, we're racist as hell. That's why we won't hire black people, and that's why we're named after a racial slur. Like it's. Well, it's I mean, like, whether whether like kind of like MC said, like whether there's like a historical precedent of of people feeling the colors are an issue or not, I I, I don't know. But your mock-up of the Washington Red Wolves. Regardless of whether the old color scheme has any stigma to it or not, I just love the unity of having a, a citywide color scheme for all the sports teams. Right? I mean, yeah. We That's have that here. I mean, like you can wear black and gold to any sporting event and you are hitting all, all three of our major yeah. sports teams and having that red, white and blue in the nation's capital for all four of your sports, you know, your big four. And I think like even like. Your your soccer teams, WNBA, like everyone has red, white, and blue, right? DC United is red and black, but like honestly, eh, close enough, you know. Like it's yeah, yeah. good try. It's red, you white, know? and black, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like it's like good try, soccer kids. Like I mean, good enough. Got to be different. We get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and like that's that's the thing is like, as long as they're doing something, and MC just shared a picture of somebody's mock up. Ooh, I like that because they're using that old school R logo that. Yeah, Washington used to use. That's not bad. Like I'm, I'm biased. I, I still, I still like my my version. I actually think, I actually think a good um, compromise might be doing something like my favorite color, like using a crimson, where yeah. you're 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 close enough to burgundy and close enough to actual red. Yeah. Um, where you can kind of please people on both sides. 
Well, and we talked about this on um, the other night when, uh, when we were talking about like how um, Washington would compare to the Giants because the Giants are blue and red. Um, it's the same comparison as the Capitals to the Rangers because the red the the red that the Capitals use is actually a crimson. It's not like regular red. And then their blue is a navy blue. I think it's the same thing because the Giants use like, I don't know, like douchebag New York blue or whatever you would call that color. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, like you can do the same color yeah. principle, but with a different palette. So, yeah. Yeah. It would, have, it would just have to be red focused just so you don't yeah. get them confused with the, with the Giants colors, for example. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In your division. But even more so, if you went more of a darker palette with the crimsons and the navy blues it's almost going to look like the patriots so if you but your primary color is red yeah. then you're fine yeah. and you have blue and, and white accents um I, I think that'd be pretty awesome yeah, yeah. i mean and if you have we're, we're, like go ahead empty no 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 you go ahead i was going to say that like my one of my and i've said this before like one of the things i love about college football and it's the thing I miss about NCAA football on like Xbox and PlayStation is your team had an infinite amount of uniform options always. Like, for instance, I would play as UVA all the time because I'm a big fan of making a really, really crappy football team uh, good in a, in a sports <laughs> game. Um, but like with UVA, you had you had the blue pants and the blue jersey. You had the orange jersey and the blue pants. You could do it with white pants. You could change the helmet. You could either go with the blue helmet or you could have the orange helmet or you could have the white helmet. And like. All of these different options and like the NFL, once Nike took over, I was like, oh, they're going to do the same thing with the NFL. But no, the NFL is like, no, we've got two regular jerseys and then there's one like color rush jersey. And for the most part, the color rush is like butt ugly every time. And like there's you could do so many cool things like if you if Washington does change everything and they're the red wolves and they go with red white and blue you could have a navy jersey you could have a dark red jersey you could do um a whole slew of things I mean you even could do like a DC inspired one where it's yeah. all red and white because that's the DC um flag like I was gonna I, mean, I was gonna yeah. say too that's uh that's something that they would that they actually kind of have an advantage in over other teams because if they are completely rebranding, yep. they get to come up with an original design for their quote throwback jerseys since yep. they won't actually, since we, they won't actually be using the ones that they've been using for, for so long. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just, it, I'm a sucker for jerseys really is what yeah. it comes down to. It's just unfortunate because they, they've already said that the, the colors aren't changing and if they are, they it wouldn't, it's not going to change for a couple of years. Yeah. But I mean, gives it gives more time to come up with really awesome redesigns. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it just gives me more chances on um, Photoshop to come up with dumbass logos that I've been doing. <laughs> so. I mean, I really liked the 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 last one you did. That the the helmet one was fire. Which, I, I I loved it one. Which one? There's the one that I did. Hang on. Um, it was the second one you sent two. It was the the second one I think with the actual wolf on it. Is that the like? It's the red. It's the I can't remember. Yeah, I think, I think it's it has the a red, red background. Yeah, yeah, I think that I'm about to look right now just to make sure. Yeah, yeah just, the, the the red helmet with the with the DC on it, not the oh, one with yeah. the wolf in the middle of DC, the uh, the red one. Oh, I got you. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm sharing it in the chat right now. It's the one with it's basically the Chiefs helmet with um like the blue outlined wolf. Um, he's got his white fangs and then you got DC right there. Um, one of the things that I did do it as well is, um, just kind of playing around with the whole DC concept. It's got the three stars on the flag. I did three stars in gold over top of DC and I thought that looked pretty cool. And that would be kind of like a cool alternate 
um, logo that they could use. It's like if you just don't want to use any imagery whatsoever and you just want to represent the city right there. Like they do that with um, the wizards when the wizards do. Um, I think they call it the um, the city jersey or something like that, where it just says the district on it instead of saying. like. Oh, wizards. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are I love those jerseys. Too. I do. So I just I do. dropped into the chat a picture of an XFL team's uniform, the Roughnecks. And that was kind of what I was thinking when you're talking about the color scheme, like predominantly red star on the shoulder, like that kind of color scheme somewhere in that. But for the Red Wolves. Yeah, let me take a look. It's almost a little like the Reds, maybe a little too Patriots AFL red, maybe need a little darker, but that kind of color scheme with the star and everything that would work. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and it's like that silver helmet. Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever. Yeah, as long as you don't go the stupid two-tone Jaguars helmet from a couple (laughs) years ago with the the party in the front and terrible in the back kind of business. (laughs) That's the best description I've heard of it. Party in the front, terrible Terrible in the back. back. (laughs) I don't care what we talk about tonight. That's going to be the title of the episode. (laughs) My wife, who's likes the Steelers but doesn't watch like doesn't get into football as much as anytime she'd see those jerseys she'd just go like just scoff at them like ugh like what is happening here like a just disgusted look yeah. uh, and I was, and I and I couldn't agree more they were hideous the ones that I can't stand are the bumblebee jerseys that you guys Hey have. you you shut your mouth <laughs> I have a Heath Miller uh freaking bumblebee jersey not 2 feet away from me right now Yeah yeah mm, I, I love I, it that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Oh, back um, to the color rush, though. I got to say, I love our color rush. Jersey. Isn't yours like all black? Yep. It's all black. And then the lettering's gold. So like the pants are black and you just have a gold stripe down the side. Like it yep. looks like a like, just a bunch of like assassins coming for you. It's it's <laughs> very tight. And then last year um, I got a James Conner. It's like an inverse, like almost like a way color rush so like everywhere it's black it's it's like almost completely yellow like gold oh i love our color scheme so much <laughs> getting misty about it um i yeah the the color rush thing like it could have been cool but like the only i think the only thing that i like the color rush jerseys on um the pittsburgh ones are good um i like new england's because those have now become their primaries where it's like the blue jersey and they've got the red and white stripes on the shoulder i think those look really really um really really like clean Captain. um Esque, exactly exactly yeah um i like don't the don't the dolphins use their like a throwback like they're like the jerseys that actually look good not like like that weird aqua color it's actually like turquoise instead of that weird like you know this is something you would see on like a beach house like they actually look like a football team um <laughs> i'm trying to think of some of the other ones that i like too um i remember when the bucks played um jacksonville and it was they were the Bucks were all in red and Jacksonville was all in gold and everybody was calling it ketchup versus mustard. Um, oh, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that game. I'm trying to remember some of the other jerseys that I actually liked. I haven't really liked any of the other color rush jerseys. Uh, I the Tennessee Titans kind of yeah. that baby blue with the navy blue. That's not a bad one. That's yeah. You can't go wrong with those two colors, man. Those always work well together. But yeah, pretty much every other one. I mean, I feel like the Chargers, the Chargers are always like the sharpest dressed team in the NFL. Like they always have a good looking uniform no matter what. Well, and for you as a jersey collector, luckily this year they have 75 different jersey styles that you can choose from. (laughs) 
And they I have every shade of blue imaginable. If you want to be an there. LA collector too and throw everything the Rams are doing, uh, you yeah. can really just completely bankrupt your family and buy a number of jerseys from that city. Yeah. I, there's something about the Rams. I like the Rams helmet. I like the chromed out look. The I think it looks one? cool. Or the yeah. old one. The, the new one. I like the I new like Rams. I like the new one. That, their new design's kind of trash. I like the helmet. I don't like the jerseys. Because, like, the numbers do that weird, like, gradient color fade where it's like, hey, it's going to start as gold and then it turns white as it goes down. And it's like, why would you do that? That's that, I don't think that looks good on any jersey ever. Um, but everything else is, like, yeah, uh, everything else is just, like, meh so far. But we're going I'm off. Looking at looking at a couple now. I like the Ravens. They're what, what, uh, purple they and all? gold. Yeah, they have, they have, uh, they're all purple with gold numbers. Yeah. Gold accents. Kind of like, like that. And the yeah, Dolphins the have, the Dolphins are all orange. They are? Yeah. Do the Dolphins have a fourth jersey then, I guess? Well, yeah, like for their color rush, that's their like tertiary color or whatever. It's like white yeah. and aqua and then they have orange like little accents, but. Yeah. I, yeah I'm I've definitely seen them. The Buccaneers didn't just steer into the creamsicle for their color rush though. Can you imagine head to toe in that, you know, pastel orange. Yeah. What a bunch of manly men that would be. Mm. But they'd also have to bring back Bruce the Buccaneer with the knife in mouth. Like, if you're going to do that, you got to go all better. in. Okay. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Can you imagine Tom Brady leading his new team looking like that? <laughs> <laughs> I can. That's what makes it frightening, I think. Um, so, guys, let's go ahead and we'll jump in. We'll get started. Because we got some cool news, too. Um I want to make sure that we share it on like the big show, not on the cold uh, open, but um, we started a Patreon and we have our first uh, patron. So we're going to give them a shout out because uh, that's actually one of the uh, things that you get when you sign up for the $5 tier uh, to be a patron for GGR. Uh, but it's myself. It's Mike Lunsford. We've, Oh wait, I'm sorry. It's Brian Lunsford. My mistake. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The guy, the guy from uh, Rebrand Washington Football at the end of the interview is like, oh, that was great. Thanks, Brian. And like, <laughs> we got all the way to the end, and then like it was just me, MC, and Paul. And I was like, did he just call me Brian? I think he did. All right, well. I'm not, I'm not saying that the name shouldn't have been rebranded, but maybe this dude doesn't care about the name. He just loves rebranding things. And so he's rebranded <laughs> you, Brian he's Lunsford, and that's his new project. Me. Now that he can see this is on its downward slope and he's going to need a new project, he's like, maybe I can rebrand a human and just have them change everything about themselves. And he's just slowly slipping you little little tidbits. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, um... So yeah, my myself, uh, Brian Lunsford. Uh, we've also got MC Brooks, we've got Steve Monick. It's going to be another great episode of GGR Pirate Radio starting right now. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. say, man, you better duck out. Get the bag and the bug out. Uh, try to run home, you might run your luck out. Just when your base is loaded, they'll roll a grenade in the dugout. Earth folk, not a mellow bunch. We got our thumbs in the air like hella bust. Uh, look at who we done blessed with our trust. I don't think we'll be left for too much. Hand on my heart, on my mind, on my drugs. Got a vodka punch for your Atlas shrug. Love or not love, it's just that dumb. Lord, sweet Buddha, please make me numb. Rain bounce off walls like a city in Roomba. Just found out it's created stupid. Lit by the super moon or too lucid. Plus got shrooms in the blood, I'm zooming. Beep, beep, Regina's in New York City. Dance on the 
You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. Three, two. Here it is. The Washington Nationals are world champions for the first time in franchise history. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford and this is GGR Pirate Radio. We have a website. You can check us out. You can check out our podcast. You can check out all of our awesome articles and various other content at greatgeekrefuge.com. We have so much cool stuff going on. We have new contributors that are joining GGR at a rapid pace. But not only that, we now have our own Patreon. You guys can check it out. Go to Patreon. Look up GGR. Look up Great Geek Refuge. It's right there. In fact, as promised, one of the tiers that we have with um, our Patreon is if you donate at least $5, you get a shout out. So I want to give a shout out to somebody who has actually been a member of GGR. Uh, she has been on podcasts with myself and Steve before. Uh, she actually has her own podcast stream here. She hasn't used it in a couple of years, but she's actually working on that. So she's going to be bringing that back. Her name, as we all know her, is Jay Dilla. So big shout out to Jay Dilla for being a patron. And just like she made like if you go to the group page on Facebook, there's a new banner image. She made that last night. Like she is like all in uh, coming back to help us and work. And she's throwing a little money our way, which I mean, honestly, is anybody going to have a problem with a little money uh, towards the GGR cause? I, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm good with it. You know, I'm not going to say no to five bucks. <laughs> How dare you patronize me? Ha, oh, that's yes. the wrong definition. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Patronize me. Patronize me. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got two guys joining me on the podcast. They just spoke up. Let me announce their presence so you guys can revel in their accomplishments and other various things that they do so we've got the guy who helped found ggr back in 2014 with me his name is steve monick oh hello everyone how are you tonight you can't answer this is a podcast <laughs> we've also got what is initially it was mitochondria because that's always fun you know because everybody remembers that from middle school science class but honestly master cheeser just works better as an abbreviation for mc uh, he's MC Brooks, the Master Cheeser himself. Yo, yo. We'll come up with something else later, but Master Cheeser works. Like, honestly, I think we need to make a Master Cheeser shirt on Teespring because you might have to wear that to um, to Awesome Con. I absolutely would. Yeah. And just not explain it to anyone. I'd be like, Master Cheeser? You'd be like, yeah, my name's MC yeah, Brooks. MC. Duh, what do you, what do you think, you it, think st it stands for? for? 
Oh, because I rap. You just assumed that that's what it stood for? Psh. I love cheese, okay? Like, I am the master cheese. Exactly. Mozzarella, brie, American, you name it. I need I need to freestyle immediately with you talking about cheese. Like, <laughs> needs Going to into our, works. <laughs> that needs to be our next theme song. He's like, I got to get off the podcast now. I got to work on this cheese rap that I'm doing. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of rap, we have a good friend of ours who was just messing around. Like, and that's what's funny about it, too. Um... Seagats, as he is affectionately referred to, um, is a constant supporter of the things we do here at GGR. Um, dude has been having some struggles, like all of us have been, with coronavirus and with quarantine. It's been rough on a lot of people. But he put out a freestyle rap um, that's up on his Bandcamp. So if you go to uh, Bandcamp and you look up Seagats, the letter C, then G-A-T-S, look him up. It's right there. It's the 2020 Stay Blunted Free Life Freestyle. Um, it is an awesome song. He actually gave me permission to use it uh, during this episode. So we will um, use that as our outro this evening. But definitely go check it out so you guys can hear that. But he's actually going to be becoming a contributor as well, too. Yeah, he's going to be. Say. Yeah, go ahead. Please. Gonna say, you, uh, we, we he have, did we all have... the work, man. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he's going to say we have a little something that he did that's going to be premiering this Monday morning. Okay. going to have episode one of Seagats' uh, new project called Free Life. And these are going to be coming out weekly. They're going to be coming out every Monday. They'll be available on our YouTube channel, yep. which for those of you who are on YouTube, please go like and subscribe to our stuff because we're going to have more content coming to our YouTube channel. And uh, it'll also be available as a podcast. So if you'd rather listen on the website or on your podcast streaming service of choice, it'll be there also. Yeah. And like a little insight on this, it's, it's all about mental health. And like trying to stay healthy with all the stuff that's going on, because I mean, in, in this day and age, with all the stuff that's going on in our world, I think that that's a very important message. So, big props to Seagats for doing what he's doing. So I'm, I can't, I can't wait to to watch all of these videos once they come out. So, that all being said, we've got lots of stuff going on, as you can see. Um, but one of the things that is my favorite thing about our podcast that we do is I love, especially when we do these diner-esque episodes where it's just us sitting around just talking about pretty much anything, but kind of getting to know each other. This is like one of my favorite things to do is it's it's so fun. Like we, we literally started talking about the Washington football's name change. And then all of a sudden Rambo is like, what if we named it the Rebels? And we somehow tied it into the Confederate statues being removed. And it just became if I, a- somehow you mean I made an a-hole like joke as I'm wont to do, then that's the somehow <laughs> get used to it. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's the thing about this, too, is, is we can make those jokes and really kind of fall down that rabbit hole, but still really have a good time. And, and never once is there any question as to our our like intention with that, like everybody knew we were joking and like we can have fun with that sort of thing. I actually had somebody on Twitter say to us, they were, like when I heard you guys do that Colonel Sanders impersonation <laughs> talking about the 11 players and the 11 herbs and spices, he's like, I nearly <laughs> fell out of my chair. So <laughs> it's good stuff. We have done the random question generator before. We love the random question generator. But you know what game we're going to play tonight, guys? We're going to play a little game that everybody has played at some point or another called Would You Rather? Now, this came from Master Cheeser himself. This was his idea. So I want to let him get started, and I'll let him pick first to ask the first question uh, in our game of um, 
Would You Rather. In fact, if you go to Hobby Lark, H-O-B-B-Y-L-A-R-K.com, it's it's right there. Like you can search up Would You Rather questions, and you guys can and look at some of these. And if we didn't ask one of the ones that you wanted to ask, then feel free to let us know. Oh wait, you can't unless you're a Patreon member. So therefore, if you want to contribute <laughs> to the podcast and you want us to answer your questions, throw us a little money. You know, a little little something something. Help us out here. We got big big plans. There's lots of things we need money for, like this website that we run and going to conventions and upgrading our equipment, those sorts of things. And honestly. All joking aside, anything you guys contribute is is awesome. The fact that, like, we, I, we even put it, I put in a new tier. I put in a dollar tier. If you can throw us a dollar, that's cool. We'll still give you a shout out because we appreciate anything that you give to help us further our cause of sharing the nerdy and geeky things that we love and making sure that none of those people that we share it with are juice bags. So, MC, <laughs> whenever you're ready, my friend. All right. All right. Let's go. So, in honor of being the master cheeser on the podcast, the first question I'm going to ask does deal with cheese. So, and this can go to either of you, whoever wants to answer first. Would you rather get dandruff every time you eat cheese or go bald every time you kiss someone? (laughs) What kind of stupid-ass question? (laughs) Would you rather have dandruff or go bald? Like so, the, so, huh? Fantastic. So many questions, I guess. <laughs> this is my problem with the, these questions. I'm always like, all right, I have 17 follow-up questions for each one of these. Yeah. When it says go bald, does it mean like all my hair falls out and I have natural regrowth time every time? Like, or is it just I'm bald while I'm kissing that person? You kiss and, one person and you're bald forever, or like, like what is a kiss? Are we talking a, like a, a romantic question. kiss, or just like a kiss? Like if I, you know, peck my mom on the cheek to say goodbye after yeah. visiting. <laughs> just a Where giant pile of hair yeah. falls on the ground. <laughs> mom, I love Where's you, it? but get, get your face away from me. This isn't happening. Oh God! Oh God! What have I done? <laughs> and imagine if you're in like a European country. That's how they greet each other. That place would be a bald yeah. nightmare. A bunch of well, it'd bald. just be you though. If it, if it's just affecting you. You'd or, be the eyeball. What I'm saying is I can never go to Europe because if I'm ever greeting anyone there, I, I'm, I'm double bald every time I want to say hi. Uh, what if it were a temporary thing? Like you, you're only bald while kissing someone and then it instantly grows back. I'm just saying Patrick Stewart's a sexy man and he's bald. Like I, I, I would be OK with that. But also I don't give a fuck about dandruff because cheese is delicious. So, like, what's somebody going to be like, oh, nice dandruff? I'd be like, yeah, you know what else? I got this giant pile of cheese. I don't give a fuck what you think about my dandruff. So, like, <laughs> either way, I'm good. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go, go bald just because my hair's thick. And in general, um, it's a, a nightmare to deal with in the summertime. So then I, the only reason I keep it is because my wife likes it when it's long. So if, if, if I'm like, oh, sorry, darling, I, I kissed you and now I don't have any hair. Oh, this is so unfortunate. Oh, man, what am I going to do? Thank God I have all these hats. Yeah, like it, it wouldn't phase me at all. I I think I would go with the temporary, even or permanent baldness. That that'd be fine. Yep. I mean, I I think the amount of cheese that I eat, uh, and dandruff would affect me. I feel like it would be gross. Um, and I would save so much money on haircuts this way. So yeah. I I think this is a win-win going with the the bald kissing. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I'm 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 just saying like and then all that extra money you save on haircuts you can use it to buy more cheese so absolutely and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna unite us all here I'm also gonna go bald one because I think I'm gonna look good when I go bald two because I'm 
because of uh, uh, genetics, I'm partially there already. <laughs> and three, I can still enjoy cheese because you can't like. How am I going to get dandruff if I'm already bald? Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. Exactly. I'm yeah. Solved. There you go. Problem <laughs> solved. Mr. Monic, you're up next on the uh, Would You Rather. Okay. All right. Let's go. I, you know, I work for a bank. Let's go financial here. Would you rather find $100,000 and keep it for yourself or find $1 million that you have to give all to charity? Damn. Amelia, I, hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. Because a million dollars to charity, like, you would think that that would make a big difference. Like, but you don't know exactly what the charity is going to be doing with it. So, yeah, 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 you know what? No. It's it's open-ended. It's charity. So, I mean, I'm assuming you get to pick whatever charity you want. It's funded. You know, you can work with them, I'm assuming. In the same way, if you keep the $100,000, it's yours. You can do whatever you want with that as well. I'm going to do the million dollars to charity. I mean, like, would $100,000 be awesome? Yes. But I'd, I'd, I'd rather, it, if I'm going to have, like, a windfall like that, I would rather it be something that's actually going to help people. Now, granted, if I got $100,000 out of nowhere for no reason, I mean, I'm going to fix any debts that I have outstanding, and then I'm probably going to end up giving a, a good chunk of it to charity. That's what Sandy and I did with the um, stimulus checks that we got in the beginning of the quarantine. So, Either way, I'm giving money to charity one way or the other. So, yeah, and so for me, I would I would go the opposite. I would I, w- I would probably take the hundred thousand because I can help myself and still give a pretty decent amount to charity. You know, I I, I don't see that. I don't see. I mean, there's nothing saying that I, I'm not able to do that. And I mean, a million dollars is is great. And obviously, I mean, I know of a a ton of different charities and organizations that that would be super beneficial to but you know we're in a pandemic (laughs) hundred thousand dollars none 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 to sneeze at you know and so if i can if i can help myself help a couple of family members uh, as well and then also give like a pretty good amount because i mean even if i were to keep like just eighty thousand or seventy thousand of that it's still 20k that would go to a charity that that's still beneficial you know so um, if I can, and, and I, I would also say that there's, there's nothing also stating that you wouldn't, that that hundred thousand dollars wouldn't be helping yourself or your family members or your, your own friends. I know a ton of people that I could, I could put that money in the hands of who would benefit just as much as if I were to donate it. So, uh, just for me, I would, I would take the, the hundred thousand cause I feel like it would absolutely like I already know that. For a fact that that money would go to improving the quality of life for myself yeah. and a, a lot of people I know. Yeah, you know, you've kind of swayed me too. I think the while the million dollars is more and you can give it to charity, that's great. But like, I I can think of like three or four instances right now of like friends or family that I could immediately help with a hundred thousand dollars. So exactly. I'm, I'm I'm you've you've won me over to your side, MC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what about you, bud? 
Oh, it's secret answer C. I open up the Steve Monick nonprofit organization <laughs> and contribute the million to my son. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, <laughs> like some Lex Luthor shit right there. Yeah. Uh, for me, this is a kind of a no brainer for me. It's the hundred thousand because correctly invested, you can turn that hundred thousand into well more than a million. Granted, it's not an initial Fair. amount, but yeah. if I, if my goal is to build the biggest amount of wealth meant to go to charity. Um, I mean, you can build that and you can put it in all kinds of tax shelters. You can turn it into life insurance. Like if I want to list a particular charity as a beneficiary of my life insurance, using that fund to fund that. I mean, there's so many more ways where if I had $100,000 in my hands and granted, it's not a charity that needs it today, I can get well more than a million dollars in their hands over the long run. And if that's the goal is to be altruistic, I think that the second goal behind that is, OK, how can I be altruistic the most efficient way possible? And I think taking 100,000 and letting me run with it, I think that's the way to go. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I listen to Dave Ramsey quite a bit. <laughs> I love Dave Ramsey. He's my hero. Well, one of them like we've got we literally have pictures of like printed out pictures of Dave Ramsey on our wall. And every time we have a debt that we've paid off, we, we tear it up. So, oh, nice. It's kind yeah. of like a Dave Ramsey counter. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> so looking at these uh, these questions here, some of these are just are awful, like something you would see in like a <laughs> horror movie. Like where where's the one? Hang on. Have no ears or ha or no eyes. That's awful because here, here's the horror story. Here's the Twilight Zone twist on this, right? Let's say you're like, I really like seeing things, right? So I don't want to have um, ears. I want to keep my eyes. Well, now how are you going to keep your glasses up? Duct tape. Oh, yeah. You know, or like, you know, get some. As I've stuff. been kissing you people. You like the horror oh, glasses, goggles. Surface area. <laughs> You've yeah, been kissing like a lot the... of people. So now you're. <laughs> This is this. I thought this one was funny. Like there was. Let me see. Uh, I was just reading over. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Be forced to smell everything you hear or everything you see. Oh, wow. Like, hey, OK, I it has to be everything I see. And the reason why is because if it's everything I hear, I listen to podcasts. I talk to you guys. I talk to my employees at work. I talk to customers at work. I talk to like other supervisors and things like that. And if I have to smell every single one of those assholes, no, thank you. I'll go with just what I see. Like, yeah, you can just yeah. close your eyes and just avoid, <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> MC, uh, are you going with, with smell everything you hear or everything you see? I think you pulled me over to, to see, cause yeah, yeah I, I listen to way too much media and I, I like, there's just so much stuff that I just, I couldn't imagine like no, uh, yeah, I like I just finished watching Inuyasha, which takes place in 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 the feudal era of Japan, where like showers are not a thing. Neither neither's deodorant. I would not want to be like smelling what the people in that show would smell like. While watching, just yeah, no, I I would go with <laughs> seeing. Just just no. Mr. Monik, what about you? I mean, obviously, TV shows are ruined either way. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I started thinking about like, because there's positives to this too. We're thinking about it in a negative way, uh, where it's like, oh, I'm getting all these foul, disgusting smells. But I mean, there's a lot of beautiful aroma, a lot of taste comes from your smell. So I'm thinking about some good things, and I'm almost thinking, 
I want to go with C, not to avoid the bad stuff that I would hear, because I do listen to a lot of things like you guys mentioned. But like with the books I'm reading, you know, the, the shows that I watch, um, you know, I watch a lot of cooking shows with my wife. And can you imagine like smelling everything you're seeing in a positive oh, yeah. way from that? Like that would be amazing to, to and, and certainly just like your normal sense of smell that everyone has now, you kind of start to learn what to go towards and what to avoid. Uh, so you start showing like I can never, ever watch, um, you know, Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe again or, you know, some, something that obviously is going to have a ton of disgusting smell to it when you see something. But I, I think I'm going to go see for that route because I think I see more things that would probably inherently smell good than what I listen to. I, like I said, I listen to a lot of crap. Heavy metal's got to smell terrible, right? So I, I can't yeah. imagine that's going <laughs> to go over well. Well, you know, though, in, in watching... Well, no, because they weren't heavy metal. They were prog rock. I was thinking like um, Dream Theater. I was like, those guys didn't really strike me as smelly. I was like, I feel like they would they would smell relatively okay. Like they they seemed like they were bathed, you know. Like yeah, they're not, I, I, they're not I heavy guess metal. it depends. I mean, to me, it's like you know, classical music's got to smell the best out of all the musics. Like that's <laughs> like the fancy, all the layers. It's like a you know a beautiful like Thanksgiving dinner aroma in a house where there's just different things mixed together that smell amazing in your ears. Um, what a sentence. Uh, but then the, um, you know, then you're, you're more, you know, like grunge and punk rock, like really aggressive, hard sounding stuff. Those are going to be very strong scents, good or bad. They're going to like hit you like a punch, just like the music does. Um, so I'm very, I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. Uh, but I guess it just depends on, on what the music is and how that's being interpreted. All right, MC, we're up to you, my friend. What's what's next on uh, on our Would You Rather? All right, we're gonna we're gonna lighten it up here because we 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 went some we we went some dark places, so we're gonna lighten it up here. <laughs> we did. Would yes. you rather have your favorite book turned into a movie or your favorite movie turned into a book? Huh. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. Um. Steve. What a Berenstain Bears movie. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I I am going to go with favorite book into a film. And this is going to get a little topical here because there's a lot of talk right now about uh, the Star Wars sequels being rebooted. And uh, that kind of being, you know, the last three Skywalker eras kind of being kicked to the curb. My favorite books are the original 19 early 1990s Timothy Zahn. Yes. Thrawn trilogy. And if I could get like, and we're assuming this magical land exists where I can get age appropriate, Luke Han, Leia, Lando, you know, the, the whole, the whole gang's there. It's like they made it three years after Return of the Jedi. Um, and they made those three films up to the, the quality of the original trilogy. It's hands down the answer for me. I, I cannot imagine a movie that I've seen you know, like what what what's out there that wasn't about like am I gonna get Inception the book? I don't think that's ever gonna live up to something that's amazing as a book ported to the film that that can never be. Um, and I and I wish it could. So, I want to I want to touch on something you mentioned there because this is now I've had multiple people bring this up. In fact, Sandy brought it up yesterday that there's this story going around from it's the website is cosmic book i think is what it is and they talk about this guy who's um got a youtube channel and the guy's name is doomcock so 
<laughs> first off, if you're taking your news about the Star Wars universe and what's going to happen for a reboot from a guy named Doomcock, maybe, just maybe, you should wonder whether or not this is a valid source. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is this is the same guy who's writing this article that was one of those people that was ripping on uh, Captain Marvel for um, what's her name saying um, Brie Larson saying uh, that this movie wasn't for men when it wasn't even that movie she was talking about. She was talking about a wrinkle in time. So the guy's name is Matt McGloin, which is funny because that's also a quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Right. But like also trash. Yeah. Who's also trash. So <laughs> these guys share that in common. But like, I have to take all of this stuff with a grain of salt because that whole like, oh, well, they're just going to strike the the Star Wars recent Star Wars trilogy um, from from uh, existence from canon. It's not going to be canon yeah. anymore. Like that's a neck beard incel thing that's been happening for a long time. Like what I did like about that, though, is there was a really interesting vein of truth that was cool there where they were talking about that thing from Star Wars Rebels, that whole like time thing. What is that thing called, Steve? God, uh, you know what I'm, the, you know what I'm talking the, about. The ways in, be the in between, uh, it'll come to me. Something, yeah. Yeah, but basically, like they they find in Star Wars Rebels that there's this like this weird like in between dimensions existence where you literally can go at any point in time or space, and it's really kind of cool. It was a really cool concept. And when they introduced that in Rebels, I honestly thought that that's what they were going to do with Rise of Skywalker. I was like, oh, I see what they're doing here. OK, this could be really interesting. Um, but they didn't do it. And that's fine. But here, here's the thing that you guys need to realize. OK, think of any movie series that you've seen where there's been a trilogy or any movie series, any movie really for, for that matter. Have they ever gone, especially one that makes billions of dollars, because say what you will about Star Wars Rise of Skywalker or The Last Jedi, both movies. I really like Last Jedi. Rise of Skywalker was entertaining, but it had a lot of problems. They're not going to just go through and wipe out the timeline. It's not going to happen. Disney's not going to do that. And like people wasting their time on that and wasting their energy and being like, oh, it's going to happen because Doomcock talked about it. Like, I can't even say that shit with a straight face. Like, sir, can you cite your sources? Yes, Doomcock. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> It's it's not going to happen. Now, could yeah. they use that and do some alternate timeline stuff? Yes, but they're not going to wipe out an entire timeline. It's just not going to happen. Like, they've invested way too much money in it. Yes, it was it a mess? Yes. Were there tons of problems with the story? Oh, fuck yeah, there were. There were a ton of problems with those movies. But they're just, it's not going to happen. And regardless of how much fanboys want it to happen, it's, it's just not going to happen. And, like like me and Rambo like you know tag team shot somebody down the other day on on one of their Facebook posts about that because we talked about how problematic it was that this person was doing this again to another film franchise and like like it don't like it like Steve I'm, I'm pretty sure you've said this multiple times like if you don't like it that's cool like but you're spending so much time trying to tell everybody else how awful and bad it is it's just like it's it's sad, but like I think I shared it the other day where I was like Star Wars is not the most original uh, story concept in the world, but it does have one thing that no other fandom can say. Um, all Star Wars fans hate most Star Wars movies. <laughs> they universally hate the thing that they claim to love. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They've become the thing they, they decided to fight. You know, they've, they've become the Sith. And like. 
I think we'll talk about this because we've meant to talk about this forever. Um, about like the problems with with the recent Star Wars movies. But honestly, like, isn't the best thing just to like move on and do new movies instead of being like, hey, let's spend a lot of time fixing this other stuff. Why? You have an infinite sandbox mm-hmm. y- that you can do new stuff in. Why would you worry about the past? It is what it is. It's either good, it's either bad, or like it's somewhere in between. Just f- fucking get over it. Like, <laughs> I don't, I do not understand that at all. Like, wasting so much effort just just to shit on other things that other people have done. Right. I miss the days where that energy was. Oh, I could do so much better. And then they write like an entire script worth of fan fiction, and mm-hmm. you go like, oh wow, that was a really fun read. And you kind of in your brain log that is like an Elseworlds kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and now it's just easy to write two sentences and go like that's just terrible disney remake it here's the link to the to the uh freaking petition that we're all signing like that's so lazy and that and it's like i'm fine if you hate it every minute of it i'm fine if you had legitimate criticisms and it didn't meet your tastes whatever that's 100 percent valid if you do not like it but just crapping on it for no reason is the part that bothers me um and if they and I think we all kind of know, like, this was intended to kind of be, like, a soft reboot, even though it's called sequels and stuff. If this guy's saying that, like, oh, yeah, they're going to scrap it and they're going to do some kind of other timeline thing to try and do the same thing, to kind of, in the future, soft reboot it, but it's still in the same, like, timeline continuity because they don't want to get into time travel in the world between worlds that I now remember what it's called. Um <laughs> You know, if that's what he's claiming, which it, I don't think it is, because he's talking about yeah. all kinds of infighting between Kathleen Kennedy and Dave Filoni, I think, or someone. I don't know. But if it is like, oh, it's meant to be a soft reboot, but they don't want to fiddle around with the timeline and it's, you know, some kind of thing. OK, that, that's fine, too. I'm, I'm, I'm up with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's dumb. I don't even remember what the original question was now. Oh, book in the uh, movie, movie in the book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Even if even if all that crap's not true though, I still stand by my answer of heir to the Jedi. Like that or heir to the Empire, not heir to the oh, Jedi. Oh, I'm a hundred percent with you. Like the only problem was is they waited too long to make those movies. And like you would have to if you're gonna do them live action, you're gonna have to find lookalikes or you gotta do them animated. Which honestly, I would be all for animated versions of those movies. I uh, those books. I think they would be dope as shit. I would kill for Disney to release an animated movie series completely based on the Legends work because there are great Legends stories, both Old Republic era and then post Jedi, like New Republic era. There would be so many. OK, that's a whole different conversation. I'm not going to okay. start. OK. All right. So um, <laughs> well, quick. I'm sorry. MC, go ahead. Oh, uh, what were you about to say? Were you were you did you were you still answering? I was going to give my answer to it. Like, yeah. Oh, no, you... go, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I, one of my favorite books of all time is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. They made a movie of it. Um, it was pretty good. It had Martin Freeman in it. It had Zoe Deschanel, uh, Sam Rockwell's in it. It's, it's a decent flick. It didn't get a lot of press. It didn't get a lot of accolades. It, I mean, it was, it was a perfectly fine movie. But it's a, the book series is like seven books, right? I wanted more. The next book in that series would have been uh the restaurant at the end of the galaxy and they never made that i that's what i want i want the rest of that book series on film um or reboot it and do it again like i don't care whatever i just i i thought the movie was fine um 
I would love to see them as movies. I mean, and, and it's unfortunate that Alan Rickman is no longer with us because Alan Rickman played Marvin, the depressed android. And like he just his voice was perfect for it. Like it's when I read those books, I never thought of Alan Rickman as the voice. But as soon as I heard him talk, I was like, yeah, that's Marvin. OK, like and it's. It, it could have been so good. Hell, do those animated. Now I'm on the animated train. Let's do everything animated. Fuck it. Like, let's just, as long as I get a movie, I'm, I'm cool. Like, Mr. Brooks, what about you? Uh, Well, uh, for one, because I, I wanted to add this in while you guys were talking, and I I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, uh, we no, 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 it's fine, but, it, but it's relevant, which is uh, Cosmic Book News is uh, in the same vein as, like, we got this covered. They're, I mean, if you literally made something up, you'd have the same amount of credibility as they do, because they basically do the same thing. <laughs> they, they, they will literally look at someone's Reddit post of an opinion about something and be like, oh, yeah, that sounds reasonable, and report it as if it's a like actual story. <laughs> that's Wait. gonna happen. Breaking news: Doomcock announces it. like it, that's. Yeah, it, like it's it's because he he's just some YouTuber. And yeah. I'm like, as much as I watch YouTube and I think, you know, YouTube, uh, YouTubers can have pretty valid or pretty good information, like unless they're actually industry connected, like always take it with a grain of salt. And a lot of times with guys like Doomcock, which is a funny name to say, uh, a lot of times with him and some of these other guys do is they, I mean, they, again, they just, they have an opinion and report it as a thing based on like, they'll, they'll be like. You know, hey, Grant Gustin liked this tweet. That means he wants Candace Patton fired from the show. Like, it's, yeah. it's all, it, it's like, okay, okay, guy, you you, you reach <laughs> to, to make a story out of, out of nothing. So, like, I, I don't even, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't even bother with anything from Cosmic I just, Book News. I feel like, like what we should start doing, though, is like just to like almost troll them is you, Steve and I and Rambo. We should start making up like whatever fake news we want to hear and have some ridiculous YouTube channel, like not even a real YouTuber, like a fake one. <laughs> like this is essentially like our fake band game, band name game. But like, hey, guys, I just heard that Mark Hamill is actually going to be starring in a new Star Wars movie. Um, that I wrote in my head. Uh, this is reported by YouTuber Poopy Pooperson. So you know that it's legit because Poopy is never wrong. Like, it, 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 I feel like it needs to be a thing. Um, but to answer before we move on, I yeah. will. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty much in favor of a book turned into a movie. I feel like you have a better chance of getting something good out of that. Because, I mean, if you think about how many movies they are, I mean, there's only a handful that will probably work as books. And even in turning them into books, you know, there, there's the question of what can, what what can they put in the book version of this that would actually add to this film? Like, in some cases, you know, it can work for a lot of the fantasy superhero type of stuff. Like, yeah, there's absolutely new stuff you can you can add into a book thing. Um, to kind of expand on it, but then there's the question of is the addition are the additions even good and whatnot. And so I feel like with with bringing a book to life for for all the terrible 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 adaptations we have, I, I would much rather see um, the books turned because because I also think you have a better chance of getting more original ideas uh, being put on the big screen, and we kind of actually we kind of need that in this era where everything is getting rebooted well 
and I wanted to ask you, like, because now I'm trying to think, like, what movies have become books? Because isn't it normally the other way around? Like, yeah. Can you think of anything? It's usually like novelization. So like we were just talking about Star Wars, like all of the Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, all have novelizations written by directors hired or directors, geez, authors uh, hired to pen the script. And a lot of times it will add additional information. So like there was a lot of information about like Palpatine and his return in the novelization of the film. Um, yep. to me, it works a lot better the other way. Like when you read that question, I was like, I got to go book to movie because the, and a lot of people will get that snooty. The book was so much better. Uh, but like, you know, the, the going the other way around, you already have everything in your head from the movie. And now you're just saying like, these are the words version of that. Whereas, um, when you read the book, you have your version of it and, um, you know, you're trying to see how well that interpretation is or where they changed things or tweaked from the book that, that makes sense. Uh, and and uh, novelizations for me just never really work. And it's usually just big blockbuster movies. Yeah. OK. All right. So who's up next? Uh, Steve, I think. All right. Very, very simple here. We're talking six words. Would you rather have more time or more money? Wow. Damn. Because <laughs> hmm. I start thinking, like, if I have more money, does that mean that I have less time? Does that mean that I'm working all the time, but I have more money? And if you don't have time to spend it, what good is that? I want more time. Because theoretically, if you have more time, you could make more money. You could also go. You could also think the other way around, though. If you have more money, you don't have to work. So then you have yeah. more time. Yeah, it does. It, that's a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's like i mean there's almost no wrong answer here because because one almost kind of leads to the can can yeah. lead to the other if you're yeah. smart about how you use it because if we're assuming because this is what we do we read we read too much into these questions um <laughs> if one is assuming that you just that it's just money it just shows up right it's just there you didn't have to do anything to get it it's just extra money you so chose like, not to give a million dollars to charity. <laughs> yeah, I, I I told them I was going to give them a million dollars, and then I ran with it <laughs> like a like, like a scumbag. Yeah, like most million exactly. <laughs> I said I was going to do something, then I never did it, and nobody held me accountable. So why do I need to do anything about it? Um, yeah, I mean, if now I guess either answer, shit. Um, I mean, I want I like more money because then more money again. It's the same thing we talked about with the the money to charity or uh, a million to charity or a hundred thousand for ourselves. I can fix a lot of the problems that we have right now. It, like, oh, I don't have enough time to edit all the podcasts. I don't have enough time to write articles. I don't have enough time to do that and my job. If I have a whole lot more money, it doesn't matter. I can just quit my job because again, I'm assuming this money is just like showing up out of nowhere. Yeah. But then without a dollar amount too, more money could literally be like. Hey, I found 20 bucks on the street. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there's a dollar more than you already make. Boom. So now that we've here's talked about it. a $5 Target gift card. <laughs> yeah. But like more time could be the exact same thing. It literally could be like scientists have found out that you now have one extra second a day. Well, fuck. What am I going to do with one extra second? Like, <laughs> so I'll, I have money. Sure. I like uh, we'll go with money. <laughs> MC, yeah. you taking money or time. Yeah, I would, I would, I would take, I would take the money because, I mean, I, I like my job. 
but but if I had more time to, uh, and we can, we've kind of talked about this a little bit too uh, when we've talked about kind of the stuff we've done over the course of quarantine, which is in working from home, in having more time at home, I've been able to do a lot more in terms of learning hobbies, in terms of producing stuff, in terms of writing stuff, in terms of exercising. Like I, I've 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 benefited a lot from that. So yeah. I would take the money because it would it it would ultimately lead me to a lifestyle similar to where I am now, except I don't have to work. So now I can, I can sleep in more. Um, I can, I can spend more time with, uh, with my, with my family. Uh, once this pandemic is over, I can spend more time with my friends. I can invest more time into some of the other hobbies and things that I'm interested in because I will have the money to afford it and I have the time since I won't be working. So I, I would, I would go with, I would go with the money because, uh, uh, because of those things I listed and kind of like Steve said with one of the, our other questions with the right couple of investments, you know, the, the money can come or more money can come anyway. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the money. Steve, what about you, bud? I picked this one because I thought it was interesting. I love the points that you guys have made. Um, uh, I feel like I would go with money. And the reason being is that I don't know because of the wording of the question, how much time or like, like you said, like, and I'm assuming it's a significant amount of time, not like I get to live to be 700 years old or anything like that, but like probably at least a minimum of another year onto my life or whatever. And I don't know in the later stage of my life if that's something I'm still going to want. Uh, whereas with the the monetary gain here, like you said, I can make the time that I have far more comfortable and enjoyable. I mean, I'm in a stage in my life where I have my family, my friends. Um, you know, I kind of know the people around me that I want to have around me, and I would like to have the means to do more with those people, um, you know, more experiences. Think about how much we could grow, like even just a little piddling site with GGR with more funding um, and how much more, you know, I could put you guys on the payroll and now you guys don't have to, you don't have to work your jobs. You know, I'm, I'm investing the funds and growing it um, and just making the time that I already have and know that I'm going to be enjoying more enjoyable. Um, so I think it's just more of an immediacy kind of thing that, um, I'm looking for if, you know, I get into a, you know, some kind of medical condition when I'm 70, do I really want to live to 72 when I was only going to live to 71? I don't know if I necessarily want that. Um, yeah. so I'd rather well, take the known, the, the known quantity of, Hey, if I get a bunch of money, I know I can do good with it. Whereas if I get more time, I don't know good or bad. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, All right, Mike, you're up. I'm up. All right, um, Steve, how are we doing on time, bud? Oh, I I think I think this is probably the last one for me. Okay, this, this one's one? this one's really easy. Okay, get free food everywhere you go or free Wi-Fi. Um, food. That's so <laughs> dumb. Okay, because like I don't I don't need free Wi-Fi. Because you want to know what I can do? I can check my phone. I can check my Facebook. I can check my Twitter when I get home. I don't care. Not only that, because I've been home so much, my data plan doesn't even get touched. So I have so much extra data just floating around right now because it keeps rolling over, right? So like I have all this extra data. So yeah, I will take that free food all day. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. Think of the money. Think of the money you save. Yeah. On food, like I, I think many yeah. people have data plans that kind of allow for them to not have to worry about being on Wi-Fi uh, yeah. when they're out and about. Like this isn't 10, 15 years ago where it's like, oh no, I can't, I can't call or do anything because you know it's not seven o'clock, it's not nine <laughs> yet. <laughs> you know, I feel like, after nine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people have have data plans that are better suited to handling not being on Wi-Fi while you're out and about. Yeah. But I mean, food like I, I, I mean, it's no secret. We all love food here. I spend an obnoxious amount of money on food, whether it's groceries yeah. or whether it's uh, ordering from some of the awesome, awesome uh, places that are on Grubhub, DoorDash or Uber Eats. Side note, shout out to Lido's Pizza for finally being on Uber Eats. Now can have you as much as I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went I went four months without it. Never again. Um, like the fact that this is even a question is stupid, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get ready. Oh oh contraire, mon frere. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick Wi-Fi because of all the reasons you guys just said. If I was given unfettered access to all of the food, I would have to have picked time from the last question because I would be dying from a coronary so freaking <laughs> fast. I would do such ravaging damage to my internal organs that we wouldn't even make it to next year's podcast, right? Okay, I have no self-control right now, and that's when I'm limited by my bank account. You say, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that at all. That I am just constantly having people delivering food of all manner and all variety from all distances to my home. I need to stop that. I need to put a firewall up between me and that. So I'm taking Wi-Fi. Yes, far less useful, but far more uh, life-sustaining at this point for me. <laughs> I just pictured I pictured you like that episode of Futurama when Bender got turned into a human. And basically just ate himself to death. Like he just... I, was, I was thinking you were going to go with Futurama and saying, oh, Steve just turned into the hedonism bot. OK, got it. <laughs> He's just laying there on a couch having things delivered to him. But that's the nice thing is there's multiple Futurama references. Always, always, always a good thing. <laughs> that's that's a really good point that you bring up there, Steve, as as MC and I uh, eclipse the 350 pound mark uh, individually as we're like, my God, I mean, what have I done? Like, right. I mean, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out eating the unhealthy, greasy greatness that I can. Right. Why not? Exactly. Exactly. Let's see if we can't squeeze one more in here, Steve, unless you got to get. Uh, no, let's gotta, do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, MC, you're up. OK, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, would you rather. <laughs> Would you rather uh, become famous for something embarrassing or do do something extraordinary but nobody notices? Wow. Like donate a million dollars to charity. <laughs> Basically, yeah. There was a variation of this question I wanted to ask, but I couldn't find it. So I would I would rather I would rather not be famous but do something awesome, you know? Because then you can just tell the story to your friends. And right. like maybe eventually like gain notoriety for it. But again, ultimately, it doesn't matter because I don't want to be the guy who is famous for. Oh, look, there's the guy that um, when somebody pretend I'm, I'm 
trying to come up with a story here. Hey, look, the guy pulled off his jacket and underneath of his jacket, uh, he pretended to be a bomb, but it was just a bunch of hot dogs. And this guy screamed like a little girl and we got it on YouTube. And that's the funniest video ever. Like, hey, look, it's the guy who screamed because he thought it was a bomb. Like, that's that's not awful. But like, it's just I would rather help people than be famous. Ultimately, I don't give a shit about fame. That's that's not important to me. Like, who cares about that? Like, is somebody that desperate for fame that they're willing to be like, oh, hey, look, there's the kid who shit his pants on the school bus. Like, he's famous, but for shitting his pants. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no thanks. I think there would be a healthy contingent of people who would take the the embarrassing route because they do feel like they're they're not seen or heard or whatever, and they need fame in any way they can get it. Um, but I, I'm with you. I'd, I'd rather do something extraordinary, you know, behind the scenes than, um, be famous just for being a, an idiot or, or whatever. Um, so, uh, the, uh, I guess like for the extraordinary, like it's a very interesting thing to do something extraordinary that nobody knows about. Like, are we talking like it's extraordinary in your own mind or like it's, it is objectively extraordinary because there's a small list of things that are extraordinary that don't have witnesses. Right. You know, like, are we talking like Steve did the cinnamon challenge, you know, it, he, he did it in his kitchen and no one was watching. It was pretty extraordinary. He ate a whole tablespoon of cinnamon and swallowed it and no problem. Like who cares? Like that's not extraordinary. Like with any meaning, yeah. do you think it has to have meaning or is it just like a really amazing stunt that was done? I, I would think that it has to be something of note that's that's like, wow, you did that? Like, I somebody shot a bullet, uh, shot a gun at me, and I caught the bullet with my hand. Right. You did what? Like, yeah. Like you almost think. I mean, you could even simplify it to like, if you think back to like when you're think back to when you're a kid, and like you know how you are when like you're playing basketball with your friends, you play horse, and let's say like there's like this impossible shot that no one that none of your friends are able to do. You're able to do it by yourself, but no one's there to see it. Yeah, it's amazing, but none of your friends got to see it. Is it is it that great? Is it is it is it you know notable enough to your for yourself that you accomplished that even though you have no one no one that witnessed you you doing this thing? Randomly, I'm picturing the scene from the movie um, Unbreakable where he just continues to keep bench pressing like absurd amounts of weight. And I just imagine like, okay, you're down in your basement and you drop, you know, plate after plate after plate onto that thing. And you are bench pressing like well over a thousand pounds. No one's watching it. You can never do it at the gym. You're your normal strength or whatever. But, you know, doing those kind of things, like if it's extraordinary, but it has no benefit to society, it doesn't help you get any notoriety. It doesn't help you, you know, gain anything or learn any new skills that are tangible in the real world. I don't know. Maybe can you parlay the fame for something embarrassing into something that actually has meaning and substance? Well, I, you know, at I, the cost of embarrassing yourself. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because um, I actually just recently watched a pretty lengthy interview with Rebecca Black, who is famous yeah. for that awful uh, Friday song from, uh, you know, I think it's nine years ago now that that song debuted on the yeah. Internet. Um, but she, but in the time since then, she's actually managed to turn that into a pretty successful, like indie musician career. Like I, I listened to a couple, a couple of her recent songs. They're actually really good. 
um, surprisingly enough, and she's done some modeling. And like there, there are a ton of opportunities that have come from it. And and in the interview, she did uh, explain that like it took a while to get there because people flat out refused to like work with her and whatnot because of kind of the negative connotations that came from it. But she, the, 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 where she is now in life and kind of where she's progressed to in her career in spite of that, I mean, there, there's some good that has come, that has come from, that has come from it. So, I mean, there, there's multiple ways to look at this, you know? Yeah. At first blush, I was like, nope, never in a million years, never would do the fame for embarrassing. Cause I was, Thinking about it from the initial standpoint, like the way Mike yeah. painted it, where it's like some clown just doing nonsense to be famous. But yeah. if your whole point is like, look, I have to do something kind of embarrassing and terrible up front, um, you know, like it is some stupid YouTube video where you you get caught doing something really dumb and embarrassing and that blows up and then you parlay that into interviews and then you can do more and more with it. And, you, yeah. you know, you're always known, yeah, as that guy who did that thing. But down the line but it's like yeah but then he became this great philanthropist and helped all these yeah. charities and blah, blah blah it's like right and eh, now now we're talking about it, it might be worth it and it shows strength of character too that like even after something like that instead of running and hiding and like and and in shame you know you do something with it or you do something in spite of it so yeah i mean it's more so like i just don't feel like having the deck stacked against me already so yeah. like I would rather just stay in am anonymity um and definitely and do something awesome than than to have to try to overcome something like that. You know, start with a two stroke penalty or something like that before you exactly. even tee off, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that salary cap penalty already. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh don't record the other team's uh signals, so you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, get fined for doing it, but then announce that you're signing Cam Newton the same day to distract from that. Like <laughs> did you guys read that? Wait, yeah. what? Did you guys read that the 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 Patriots got assessed a fine? Oh for, yeah, that's right. Yeah, for, they got assessed for, uh, a fine. The taping, yeah. Yeah, they got assessed a fine for taping, right? So they're like they're in catching all sorts of shit, but they wait to announce they're signing Cam Newton the same day that that is announced. So like it just got brushed under the rug. Nobody noticed. Like that was that was nuts, dude. I couldn't even believe that they did that. Like that's that's such a Belichick move too. Like art. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. Ugh, all right, so Steve, you can do one more, and then you can bounce, or if you got to go now, dude, we'll 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 finish up. Sure, let's find a real fun winner here. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, let's see. There's some very like goofy ones in here. Uh, da, 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 da. I really like the ones we've chosen so far, though. Yeah. Because then it'll go from stuff like cartoonish, like, do you want to turn red every time you drink alcohol or eat something spicy? Like, I'm picturing, like, cartoon steam coming out of your ears, kind of kind of red on either of those. And, and then you're like, you know, then you can jump into something like, if you had the power of annihilation, which group would you choose to eliminate? All rapists or all serial killers? And you're like, whoa, okay, that took a turn. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I want to go either into the pendulum there so uh sorry i want to find like a real winner how uh, i don't know okay all right i've been doing all the money ones and i nah that's stupid uh all right have one foot twice as big as the other or one ear twice as big as the other. <laughs> this is all about vanity, and that's that's where we're going with it. 
<laughs> I want the foot. And the reason why is because I feel like I could parlay that into like an NFL kicking career. You read my mind. Did I really? <laughs> nice. Yes, because that was where I was going. Oh, how are we going to win this game? The only shot we have is a 67-yard field goal. Have you seen how big that kid's foot is? Bring the bring in the fat kid. Right. All right, There's I got this guy. Twenty-seven shoe. Yeah, as I'm like <laughs> stretching on the sideline, like my gut hanging over the football pants. Like I got this. I got this. <laughs> just picturing like Mike with his normal like size, whatever, 10, 11, whatever, yeah. and then over it's like just Shaq's foot is just next to him right there, ready to pound it. Um, yeah, I can't think of any advantage to like a giant ear. Um. I mean, I guess if you really, really wanted a reason to grow your hair super long, there you go. I, I don't I mean, like, uh, what's his face from Kiss? Um, isn't that why Paul Stanley grew his hair long? Because he has, like, mis- misshapen ear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I guess I'd go with Bigfoot. I don't think that seems like such a detriment. I mean, think about finding headphones or earbuds if you had all these different size ears going on. Yeah, exactly. And ears never stop growing either. That's why old people's ears look so big. So you have a giant ear and it's just going to get bigger and bigger as time goes on. Not true for your foot. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty easy then. I mean, yeah, simple <laughs> enough. Taking, straight taking down that the line. Big, taking that big foot all day, all day. Well, gentlemen, I think that we can call this one, uh, call this one a show. Um, I mean, we can keep going. There's there's some I, I'm reading through some of these and these are ridiculous. Like some of these are like, again, some of them are really, really deep. But then you also have one that says something like um, wake up with 100 zits in your forehead or one painful zit on your butt. Like, I mean, like, I mean, we're really changing the world with these answers, aren't we? Right. Like you could be a cute puppy or an ugly human. That's stupid. Like. I'd rather be a human because then I don't have to have somebody take me outside every time I want to take a dump. Oh, I found the one I'd rather do. Be a slow lion or a super fast sloth. What? What? So what would you rather be? Like a lion that's like lazy and can't hustle. Basically like the me human version of a lion um, <laughs> or a sloth that's got like Usain Bolt speed in relative going- to other sloths. Oh, OK. The fastest <laughs> sloth. See, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a fast sloth on this one. And the reason why is because a slow lion doesn't eat. Fair. It sounds like that sounds like some kind of like saying. Yeah, you know, like, right? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like emblazoned on someone, some like corporate douchebag's wall in his office somewhere. Like, <laughs> slow lions don't eat. Are you a shark or a sheep? Wait, they don't really interact with each other. Yeah, I'm going with fast sloth. That just seems like seems like the way to go there. Yeah, I, w- I would also go fast sloth to mostly, uh, I mean, fa- uh, slow line doesn't eat, but a fast sloth gets away from predators. Yeah, not, exactly. not 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 as easy on the saying as, <laughs> as what you said, but I mean, I, I'd, I'd much rather do that. Steve, what about you? I mean, like the only way I would take the lion is if it if it's a guarantee that the lion lives in a zoo. Yeah, that's yeah, you, you're you're so slow that you were the one that was captured and put into the zoo. And now you have it on easy street. You're I was going to say that, that actually female lions a... are brought to you. They just <laughs> throw meat in front of you every day. Um, you literally become the sloth. You're just laying around all day, yeah. enjoying the good life. That's the route I'm taking. One day, one day you like look you in the, uh, one day you look in the mirror and you're like, my God, what have I become? I'm the sloth. <laughs> but then again, you're having steaks thrown at you. So it's a win-win. Dude, listen to this one. 
be able to remove all diseases and disabilities from human babies before they're born or remove the capability of humans to hate one another. Wow. Wow. Like that, right? <laughs> what would you rather be, a sloth or a lion? What would you rather eliminate, disease or hate? Like, <laughs> this is like all over the spectrum, man. Jesus. Yeah, because I mean, but it, mm, and it depends on how you define babies then too, because, you know, like what what's the cutoff? Is it just, okay, if they get, they, they're all born healthy and from, from like, the first day on, when it, the calendar rolls over, they're susceptible to any disease anyone else is. Um, you're like, well, that's good. Everyone gets out healthy, but like, not a lot of staying power on that. It's like yeah. they're good for their first year or something. Like that would change a lot. But boy, eliminating hate, man, like that would <laughs> that would solve so many problems. Uh, I I can't imagine, you know how many more people this is like a utilitarian answer yeah. but how many more lives would be saved you know by removing hatred from the world um you know because then all of the violent deaths the you know the murder war all that would go away and you're left with accidental deaths and you know sickness disease injury yeah. um and that seems like a much more solvable problem <laughs> if we could just magic away the hate which unfortunately isn't the case yeah, well, like, I, and that's oh sorry, go ahead, MC. No, no, go ahead. The caveat in this too, it says it says be able to remove all diseases and disabilities from human babies before they're born, or remove the capability of human humans to hate each other. That's a very specific window of like yes, okay, are there diseases out there that affect kids that are in utero? Yes, absolutely. However, that's a very slim margin of what you're or eliminating. Are they there. talking about like? chromosomal diseases like down syndrome and things like that as well i mean like you re you remove hate and it's not an issue you know because like kids that have down syndrome what's the biggest issue that they have is other people treating them like shit you remove hate and that's no longer a problem so like it's i'm going with yeah i gotta go with hate on this one i think like that, that just doesn't make it's a very slim margin for what they're talking about if they said remove all diseases and disabilities yeah. from humans bam yeah. easy like yeah eliminate disease yeah. and disabilities yeah. Th that is a better would you rather, too, because there's basically saying, like, which half of human deaths do you want to get rid of the natural kind or the human generated kind? Right. Like, yes, people accidentally, you know, crash their car and get sick. That will still happen. But there aren't nukes. <laughs> or yeah. do you get rid of the like, well, look, we can work on working with each other, knowing we don't have to worry about disease and, and resources and that kind of stuff as much because we don't have to worry about the, those kind of deaths. That's a much tougher question. Yeah. And see yeah. what's your take on this one, bud? Uh, I mean, for me, uh, I, I mean, I take the hate, uh, get rid of the hate rather easily. Um, cause, cause kind of where I was thinking was this is, uh, uh, as the only black person here, like, I also have to worry about racism when I go to the doctor's office. So does my family, so do other people that I know. So, I mean, you eliminate that hate. You, you, there are a number of preventable deaths that take place because of stuff like that in the medical industry. You know, there, there, there are a number of uh, black women that I know that have on numerous occasions uh, uh, spoken about how, you know, they've, they've, They've uh, 
tried to discuss certain issues with doctors and they've been dismissed. And then lo and behold, it turns out that there was something much more serious that was going on. And I feel like if you eliminate something, something like hate, you know, which, which, you know, and get rid of like the bias that people would have, maybe those people, maybe those women get believed in these issues that, you know, sometimes cost lives or livelihoods um, can get resolved before they even get to a point where they're like, awful you know what i'm saying so if yeah i would i would very easily just get rid of the hate i I do like the other question that uh, steve posed because i do think that that is a much better question for this and i would have to uh think a little bit more and i probably would just get rid of you know disease and everything if if that were how it was worded but based on how it's worded now yeah i would i would get rid of hate because there there are like just way more lives and way more benefits uh that'll that'll come from that yeah yeah 100 percent. well guys i think that this is a, a good a good stopping point for us uh for this episode um mc we, killer killer idea man this was fun the, yeah, the would you rather good idea man right, yeah. thank you the only thing that would have made this more enjoyable is if we were drinking as well um <laughs> if you were drinking I was. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but guys, as always, uh, always a blast. Uh, I'm glad that we get to do this once a week uh, with each other. Well, actually, we've already done it twice, twice this week because we had um, our interview. Hey, check those out. We got some really, really good. Con- we got like some awesome content on the website right now. Um, if you're listening to this episode, go back and check out some of our other podcasts. We did two, in fact, two in a row, where Steve, MC, myself, and James Rambo talk about the Washington football's name change. We, you know, make some jokes and we talk about some serious stuff. But then we also interview uh, Ian Washburn, who uh, helps run uh, Rebrand Washington Football. And we learn just some fascinating stuff about the history of the Washington sports franchise uh, when it comes to football and their name and where it came from and the color. It's a whole thing. Really, really good interview, but also a great uh, follow for you on Facebook and on Twitter because they're doing some really, really awesome stuff when it comes to the name change. Uh, we've got so much new content coming out here. As previously mentioned, we've got Seagats, uh, who's going to be doing a weekly feature uh, on the website, but also like as a podcast. We've got Jay Dilla coming back. She's going to be writing articles for us. In fact, Mondays are going to be Mental Health Mondays because Jay Dilla is going to be writing articles about different things that you can do to help uh, with your mental health, but also to like how to handle different situations if it's too much for you to deal with. So just lots of great stuff that's going to be coming out here soon guys so make sure you check all of it out uh, but for all of us here at the great geek refuge for mc for steve for myself guys stay safe make sure you're wearing your masks make sure you're washing your hands but above all else don't be a juice bag
about to have some fun with this. Yeah. Free like you. Yo. About to take it back to the basics on another level. Headed to your space in my spaceship. Hitting like a mason. Putting moon rocks and masons. Only rolling up amazing. Strains made out of spaceship. No dust though. I just bust flows. Taekwondo. How I kick those. Liquid dose. It's too potent. You can quote it when I spit it. This dope. Uh, that coke hits loco. But oh no. Only smoking Sunoco. From OG to Alcapogo. Golden shower you bozos. Making some bells ring. My occupation is Frodo. Even take it OT. I'm in love with the Cocoa, I ain't livid, I'm just living my dreams. Survive the Rona, diabetic too, that raises esteem. If I can make it out of that, then I can make it to freedom. Leave it or love it, what they all say. For politicians, cause they all fake. And Black Lives Matter, I got my wall paint. Ready for the option, put a C in the front. Let's get it popping like you're smoking with the seeds in the blunt. Please give it up, this racism is really a bust. I hope you feel me when you hear me without feeling a touch. Peeling a Dutch, I sit and think about these feelings too much. It fucking sucks without the chaos, I ain't feeling a rush. Crazy. Man, listen. It's crazy cause I find my inspiration in life and if I ain't got shit bad going on, it's hard for me to write. See my conundrum? Shit is whack. I'm trying to change that. That's the hiatus. But I'm, I, I'm fairly certain I'm back, y'all. I'm fairly certain I'm back, y'all. At least in some capacity, I'm never giving up this hip-hop shit. I love it too much. 2020 is fucking crazy, man. So much going on. And then on top of that, we all got our personal problems. But man, listen, man. That's what hip-hop is here for, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit. 2020 is one year. Out of many, many more. We gonna make it better. Let's go. Hip-hop. Free life. I'm out. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!